0: John, welcome to Nashville, welcome to VIVE, and welcome to Heltech with Purpose.
1: How are you today? I'm doing great, Rishi. Thanks for doing this. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm really excited to be at this conference. There's so many great ideas, so many great products out there. i was looking forward to having this conversation. Awesome. And how did you like Nashville? Oh, it's, it's the best. I actually <laughs> used to live here. Oh. And uh, we were, you know, I, I love where I live. I'm in North Carolina right now, but Nashville is amazing.
0: Awesome, awesome. So Leon, before we move, uh, you know, to your product and your company, would like to know a little bit more about you and, you know, then take it ahead from there. Perfect.
1: So I'm an emergency physician. My uh, background is in administrating um, emergency departments and and hospitals. I was... um, the head of innovation for an emergency department, then assistant medical director, and then medical director for two large emergency departments. Um, I noticed a gap in the in the market, um, and went after the entrepreneurial dream. Took a real left turn from emergency medicine uh, administration, uh, but I still do um, one shift a week in the emergency department.
0: Okay, that's that's good to know. <laughs> Awesome. So, how did the idea came in, and can you tell us a little bit more about IV clinicians?
1: Yeah, great. So, the idea basically came from problems that I faced, but also solutions that my wife was seeing. Okay. So, what I what I mean by that is, um, on the on my side, as a physician, every time I change jobs, and every time the people around me change jobs, there's this like obvious missing piece of information, that it was just really difficult to figure out which medical practice staffed which emergency department. So just getting to to the first step of like, I am moving to Nashville. What are my options of jobs in this area? It was hard enough to get to the first step. And then you want to know, okay, what are the differences between them? Which, Which ones are good places to work? How much do they pay? What What is their relationship between the doctors, PAs, the nurse practitioners, and the nursing staff? There's lots of stuff that go into whether it's a good job or, or not a great job, and getting just the basic information was very difficult. Then I became a medical director, and I realized there's a whole other side of the problem for the hirers of emergency physicians. Especially in emergency, or sorry, in rural emergency medicine, most physicians in the United States live in cities yeah. or in suburbs near the city. So um, the, the, uh, there's a really a crisis of not having enough uh, highly trained yeah. healthcare professionals in rural America. So when I was a medical director um, here in Clarksville, Tennessee, Clarksville is really not that rural. We were 45 minutes away from Nashville, Um, but because it's one county away, we only had three ER doctors in in Montgomery County, in our county. Nashville has like a million doctors. It's just not trip over doctors walking around here. What we needed was some way of knowing who, if we gave them the right offer, paid them enough, treated them well, did all the right things, who would be interested in working with us? There's no place... For them to put themselves on the market in a in a way that actually works out well, um, so there's a two-sided problem. What I what I mentioned about about seeing opportunities that my wife was was experiencing is that my wife is an ER nurse, and there is really a, a renaissance of um, health tech platforms to help nurses find better jobs right now. Uh, so whether it's Incredible Health, nomad, uh, Shift Med CareRev Vivian, you can go down the line. There's there's over a billion dollars currently invested, not not total valuation, like current VC money wow. invested in nursing staffing tech. That's today. And and almost none for physicians, pays nurse practitioners from the top of the market. So uh, so it was time to build it. Wow, interesting, interesting. So uh, you know, I was talking to a few people
0: here, and one of the challenges that they see as we go ahead, uh, it was it was very interesting aspect. The challenge was not tech, but uh, you know, to your point, uh, lack of uh, capable people, mm. you know, in the in the whole health uh, care space. So I think that's one of the things that you are on the other side of the table trying to
1: address. Right. Um, though it's interesting for. The Really, on the physician side, mm-hmm. there's this idea that that um, we have a shortage, and maybe in the future, when there are more retirees in medicine, but also in the general uh, community, right now, it's really an imbalance, mm-hmm. where in a city like Nashville, there are plenty of doctors. There are plenty of doctors, PA's, nurse practitioners, plenty of everything, Yeah. but you draw a circle 45 miles in any direction, and all of a sudden... You have lots of humans, lots of people who need healthcare, um, and it's just very hard for them to get the healthcare that they need.
0: Got it. Awesome. So, you know, while uh, pursuing this journey, what were some what were some of the challenges that you uh, you know faced? Yeah, I
1: think the hardest part is everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. So it's <laughs> so actually yeah. the, the one the one part that hasn't been that hard actually. And I, I'm totally going to jinx myself. Is is fundraising because the wow. problem. The problem is like hitting you in the face, right? Like if you go to any rural um, facility in, in this country, like there's this need for high quality providers, any doctor in any emergency position, really any doctor gets that. Um, and so, so raising money from clinicians has been okay. What's really hard is nobody's done this, right? So we've nobody's created a, a, a platform like ours, which is, a multi-sided platform for a specialty where we map out the entire landscape of that specialty, kind of like Zillow did for for houses. Yeah. Nobody's done what we're trying to do, and so that means we have to, you know, come up with hypotheses, try it out, yep. and some of some of what we try out works, and most of it doesn't. Yeah. But there's only one way to find out, which is to build it. Get, get customer discovery launch what what you have based on that discovery and and learn and yeah. so the the hard part is uh, learning fast yeah, yeah
0: so uh, you know uh, once you have solved this problem, uh, would you add different job roles to the to the whole system? is that the idea or like what's the next big thing within uh, within this space? yeah that's
1: that's a, a great question. so. Most most multi-sided platforms scale by geography, right? So um, so Airbnb started in, in New York and um, and open table was was limited to, to San Francisco and, and Incredible Health, which does nursing, they started in San Francisco. And so usually you want a tight geography so you can match your supply and demand within that geography, win win one place and then go from there, right? The because we are dealing with a mobile um, workforce, can't really do that, right? Yeah. So one one of my friends who's at this conference is an ER doctor, and he has used our platform to apply for places in Hawaii, Utah, and California, and that's just how ER doctors are, right? Yeah. So we've we're starting we're going specialty by specialty, starting with emergency medicine, then uh, hospital medicine, critical care. And then uh, there, are th- there are 32 specialties nice. in in the house of medicine. And so we, we do aim to to get to all 32. Nice, nice.
0: Oh, awesome. So, uh, you know, uh, doing this, what's uh, what are some of, you know, the impacting areas that you feel? And have you already started making some impact in this space? You know, your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, so, so great question. So the there's um we're two-sided platforms so there's a two-sided answer i think the the side that um i see the most directly is the response of the clinicians so one of the things that that happened during covid but it was already kind of heading in that direction is a lot of frustration if you if you talk to, to doctors um there's a lot of frustration um out there that that um, because of the electronic medical records being hard to use and, and practice ownership is more rare now. And so you're, you're an employee of some corporation that doesn't necessarily, isn't aligned with your values. And there's a lot of, and, and I guess the, I, I missed the, the big one, which is there are just not enough nurses. They're, they're not enough nurses and we can't do anything without nurses, right? Uh, they are, they're the key to everything we do in the hospital. Um, and so one piece of that puzzle is that if somebody feels like their job isn't living up to their expectations, it should be easy for them, especially somebody that's this highly trained, right? So so excelled in college and then in medical school and then did a, a, a residency often a fellowship. Like these are these are like top-notch people. Yeah. They should not feel trapped in their in their job. If if the job's not working, it should be fairly easy to find something else that 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 will work for them and for their patients. Um, and so, seeing providers who felt trapped mm-hmm. go from feeling trapped to being kind of owning their their the next step in their career trajectory really is uh, heartwarming for me.
0: Excellent! Awesome! Awesome! So, uh, you know, just want to understand uh, on both the sides as you said, it's it's a two-sided problem. Mm-hmm. So, say somebody wants to find a job, what's the step? Uh, you know, how do they uh, come into the app? Uh, you know, or the portal, and how, how, what do they do? And then on the other side of the thing, how does a provider uh, use the whole system?
1: Yeah, so I'll, I'll kind of go through the current and then the, yeah. and then what we're doing. So, so basically because of the way jobs boards are set up right now, um, most emergency, or most physicians get their jobs through word of mouth. Mm -hmm. And so the reason that jobs boards don't work for for physicians is that our timeline is really long. So to get credentialed in a a hospital usually takes three to four months. If you change states and need a new license in that state, um, that's an additional four to six months, and the hospital doesn't start your credentialing until you have finished the license. And so it often takes a year to um, to, to even get the paperwork yeah. to a point where you can start your job, right? So and, and everybody knows that. And so the the timeline for searching for jobs is way in advance. Residents, um, usually start interviewing for jobs 18 months before they finish residency. Well, what what are jobs boards doing? Well, they're posting open job today. Well, open yeah. jobs is like if you're if you're looking for jobs in 18 months, that doesn't yeah that's not the right thing, right? Yep. And so what we have built is um, we've mapped the entire landscape of emergency medicine. So okay. what I mean by that is there are 5,600 ERs in the country. We've connected every ER, and we're the only entity that has that has this data. We've connected every emergency department with its um, medical practice of so the employer of physicians, PAs, nurse practitioners, and it's usually not the hospital. So if you go to the big building, you know downtown, um, it's usually not the name on the building that is employing those yeah. those physicians, um, and they don't want you to necessarily know that, and so finding them on Google is really hard. Yeah. Um, that's where, we, you know, where the problem started that we, we talked about uh, a few minutes ago. So once we had that, then we wanted to connect it to, to other data that that clinicians would want when they're looking for jobs. So things like um, how many patients does that ERC, are there residents in that emergency department? Um, what are, the, what are the, the Medicare star ratings? So is this Is a good hospital or not that kind of thing So we have a ton of data that we connected to and then we make it searchable like zillow so you um you search by geography filter by your preferences instead of bedrooms and bathrooms it's you know number of patients and whether they're residents all the stuff that that we talked about um and then on platform we have the contact information for the in-house recruiter and so you directly apply through our platform to the in-house recruiter, there's no there's no middleman, there's no nice. there's no, no nothing. It's a direct uh, direct connection. On the employer side, because they are because the the clinicians go first, so the physicians, peer nurse practitioners go first. The in-house recruiter um, gets that email. We automatically attach the credentialing information. Um, and the CV to that email and so they have a full application in front of them and they can either reply or not and it's up to them it's it is a legit totally legit application like any other application and um, we have seen really great responses from the recruiters because they're not used to this being so easy yeah it's you it's not supposed to be that easy to get inbound leads from uh, from highly trained physicians
0: awesome so, uh, during the whole process, then, are you also going to track the life cycles, probably reviews, etc., because uh, maybe somebody who has already used it, uh, probably might use it again to switch the jobs. So, what's 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 happening in there?
1: Right. So, that's a, a huge piece of the puzzle. Like, I, I mentioned earlier that it's hard to know which places are good workplaces, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, that is... A challenge the whole review process is challenging. There is a review site for emergency medicine, but it turned into like a poop on the employer site. (laughs) And it's like that's not that's not what we do. Like there are customers, so we have to be very careful. So we are starting with objective stuff. So we are doing a salary survey to make sure that, that folks know how much how much. You would get paid at this place and then we'll probably do stars and then we'll have a very it, it, we just want to make sure that um it, it's just not just an insult platform
0: yep 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 awesome so you know finally uh since we are in health tech with purpose yeah. so what what's the main purpose and what's the goal that you want to achieve where do you want to go you know in coming years
1: Yeah, so the the main purpose is um, having patients, especially patients in rural hospitals and in underserved hospitals. So there's a hospital here in in Nashville uh, called Nashville General, Mm -hmm. and they are chronically underfunded. It's hard for them to hire uh, good staff because of the underfunding. Um, Those patients deserve... They have every right to receive just as high quality of care as the patient at Vanderbilt or uh, any other fancy hospital down the, down the road. Um, I strongly, strongly believe that. And so if we build a better marketplace for physician, PA, and nurse practitioner labor, we can better match the right physician, the right PA, the right nurse practitioner with the right patient so that that patient can receive the right care.
0: Nice, nice. Awesome. So, uh, you know, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, Saying hi to everybody who's watching there. And yeah, uh, looking forward to see you grow. And I hope something they have learned or those all those who will be watching, they have learned
1: and I hope it helps. Rishi, thank you so much. And uh, we are at idclinicians.io. Awesome.